0: Welcome to another episode of Uncasting. My name is Max, and today I'm joined with my other host. Uh, that would be me.
1: I'm Brian, your host, your other host, co-hosts.
0: And today we're going to be talking about trading places. Not just talking, we're going to recast the entire movie, the 1983 movie, not the TV show where you trade places with families and it's chaos. Is that called trading places also, or is it
1: trading spaces? I think there's both shows out there.
0: Holy crap. Okay. But we're going to do the movie, the 1983 movie with uh, Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd.
1: Yes, a hilarious movie. Um, yeah, Uh, as always, you know, we're going to be talking about the movie and, may- and plot points. So if you haven't seen the movie, pause the recording and go watch the movie. I think it's like an hour and a half. And then uh, come back, and we'll still be here. And then you'll be able to follow along, and you won't be mad at us for spoiling plot points
0: from a movie from 1983,
1: right? I think I think the statute of limitations on that one has uh, has gone away,
0: right? So, and you could probably say you'd be trading places with us, right? After watching the movie, and then coming to trade places with the podcast to recast it, or is that too much of a stretch?
1: That no, that might work. That might work. Um, you would. Um, I mean, maybe if after they watch the movie they would have ideas on who they would cast if they were redoing that movie. Yeah. And they would really be trading places with us. But for now, it's our ideas.
0: Exactly. And let's get started then. Uh so the first one we're gonna talk about is um Dan Aykroyd's character, Louis Winthrop the Third.
1: Yes, a classic, uh spoiled uh rich kid. Rich white guy. Rich white guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should, yep. Should point that out. Yeah, there. I mean, okay. I haven't actually rewatched this movie in a long time, but in my head, I think it would hold up pretty well for the politics. I think it does. Maybe some of the jokes might not land there, and there might be there might be you know the usual eighties misogyny in there. Uh, we'll get to. Uh, uh, We'll get to other characters later. But uh, but the politics, I think, are okay.
0: Yeah, I think the general idea of it can st- could still be remade today and, yes, sadly, and be relevant.
1: Yes, we haven't advanced <laughs> much beyond that. <it. laughs> so, did you want to start?
0: Yeah, I'll go first. Uh, so, for that character, uh, my first pick was Alden Ehrenreich. He was in the Han Solo movie. Oh,
1: that's a good choice. Yeah.
0: I kind of like him. He can be funny, charismatic. He could definitely play the white guy who has had everything handed to him. Oh. Yeah. I I like that choice a lot. That's a good one. And then my other choice is Donald Glover. I think he could just do that really well. (laughs) Why not both? Yeah. Actually,
1: no, that's a really good... That would Those are both really good choices. Yeah, Don't I kind of like
0: wanted it. someone with a lot of uh, charisma. That's the word I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, who could definitely play the rich person really well. Like they've had everything handed to them. Mm-hmm. And as soon as it gets all taken away from them, they have to really look inside to see who they really are. Are they just yes. some trustafarian? Or can they actually <laughs> make it on their own? Right. Most variants can't.
1: No. This is true.
0: Who'd you pick? So for
1: Louis, I went with, again, um, someone who can pull off arrogant, but who can also pull off charming. Um, my first choice, um, TV's Flash, Grant Gustin. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought he would be uh, he could do that really well because he he's done both on the on the show. He was also on uh, Glee. I think he played a character in a wheelchair. Okay, but um, yeah, I thought he would be really good as Louis, um, especially against some of the people I the people I cast as Billy Ray because they'd be bouncing off each other. Second choice, Army Hammer. Uh, who's that? So he's, uh, super handsome. He was in that man from uncle remake. Um, no, was that him? Uh, That might not have been him. Uh, he was in, um, he's been in a bunch of stuff, but the one I'm thinking of, the one that I've saw most recently is,
0: uh, kind of a sci-fi
1: movie about Captain Marvel. No. I'm going to have to look it up.
0: Hmm. Stall for me. Okay. Well, I just saw Captain Marvel today, speaking of (laughs) movies. That should be able to date this episode now. Um, But yeah, I enjoyed it. And I think I might have picked someone from that movie to play in this one. Oh, yeah. He was in The Man from U.N.C.L.E. Um, The one I was
1: thinking of is Sorry to Bother You which if you haven't seen, I highly recommend.
0: I think I I have seen that. That's
1: Bootsy Collins' uh, movie about uh, kind of an alternate Oakland where uh, the main character goes to
0: work for a call center. And it's like, it's... Is it a, uh, what is it, multi-level marketing business plan? Basically, yes. Triangle and, pyramid schemes.
1: Uh, and things, yeah, things kind of spiral from there. I don't want to spoil anything for you, but... Uh, um. It's kind of like a different take on Office Space, um, kind of updated for our more modern 21st century
0: capitalism. Yeah, but like, it's really good, like multi-level marketing schemes. And
1: Army Hammer plays a rich bastard in that movie, so that's why oh, I was that'd be perfect for
0: this. Then, so that brings us to Billy Ray Valentine, yes, played by one of my <laughs> one of my all-time favorite actors, Eddie Murphy. Yeah. I really like that guy. Yeah. He was everywhere in the 80s. He and was, 90s.
1: And 90s. Yeah. Kind of dropped out of sight.
0: Um, Last thing I yeah.
1: think I've seen him in is Shrek. He plays the donkey.
0: Yeah. In Shrek.
1: But I don't know if he's done anything recently.
0: I'm sure he has. He has to. He's he's awesome.
1: So I have a couple of choices. Mind if we alternate? Yeah. Um, My first choice, kind of an unconventional one, and definitely not Donald Glover, <laughs> Trevor Noah. Okay, I can dig that Trevor Noah because he's, um, again, super charming. You could totally see him as someone kind of down on his luck and living on the streets. Um, and I thought I just thought it would be really interesting to have him bouncing off of Grant Gustin or Army Hammer. Yeah, get him get him out from behind the desk and get him and in, back into acting and stuff.
0: Yeah. I like it.
1: And my second choice, which may, you know, uh is LaKeith Stanfield, who played the main character in Sorry to Bother You. <laughs> um
0: I can totally see that guy. Have you seen him before? I have. I've seen Sorry to Bother You. Oh, you have seen Sorry. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think you
1: had. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. He was my second choice for Billy Ray Valentine. Cuz so I was trying I was thinking Max is probably gonna pick Donald Glover in here somewhere, so I was <laughs> trying to avoid my my bias towards putting Donald Glover in everything. Which isn't a bad thing. No, no, no. But we do want we do want more Donald Glover. Who did you have?
0: Uh so yeah, for Eddie Murphy's character. Um I chose Michael Chi. He is on the weekend update on SNL. Oh,
1: I'd have to look him up. C H I?
0: Yeah, uh C H E. I think he's he's one of my, he's really the only reason I watch SNL, modern SNL nowadays, and stay current with it. Oh, okay. I just think he's hilarious, and just how he delivers every line, I think he would be great as Eddie Murphy's character. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, he has a lot of charisma, he's obviously on SNL, he's a very funny guy, they wouldn't have put him on there if he couldn't handle it. She handles it perfectly. He's also,
1: yeah. Apparently, he also was co-host for the Emmy awards last year.
0: Cool. I I didn't know that, but I think he'd be great. And my other choice is Michael Pena. He was in Ant Man. He's the guy who always talks. (laughs) (laughs) I think that would just be really funny to have him there.
1: Really good.
0: Just like in, even when he like gets um brought up to be the wealthy what a Wall Street trader yes. executive, he just won't stop talking. Right.
1: Yes. I have recently rewatched both Ant Man and Ant Man and the Wasp, and he is one of my favorite parts of both of those movies. And there's really good there's a lot of good parts in both of those movies.
0: I think he needs his own standalone origin story.
1: He does. He needs to become a superhero or just do his normal thing in a world of superheroes.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, those are my two choices. Michael Chi from SNL and Michael Pena. Good. Uh, next, next would be the um, Duke Brothers. The Duke Brothers. So I did mine as pairs. I did mine as pairs as well. Okay.
1: <laughs> so that, because they're kind of, they kind of have to play off of each other. So I didn't want to, I wanted to kind of focus on two groups that had. Uh, similar chemistry so and, who did you have
0: yeah and on that too like the duke brothers they don't really have all that different personalities they just like you said play off each other so mm-hmm. i didn't really they could either one of the choices could play either brother it just they're the brothers right
1: so who did you have
0: uh for my first pairing i did tony Shaloub mm. and tom hanks <laughs>
1: Would they be brothers, though? I, I guess can, they could kind still of just play kind brothers. Of overview,
0: I just kind of wanted to... Who'd, I just thought, who would have the best chemistry together? That would be amazing. And I would love to see Monk and Tom Hanks... That would be amazing. ...be in the same room playing off each other. Or I, I would mostly want uh, Tony Shaloub to play Miss Maisel's father, that kind of character.
1: Yeah. He's not
0: Not as much as Monk, but mostly that kind of character.
1: Kind of neurotic sort of jewish
0: stuck in his ways and (laughs) he's very jewish very deadpan and delivers very witty humor that just kind of like happens Mm -hmm. you don't expect it okay i can see that my second pairing was eddie murphy and dan Aykroyd.
1: now see that's stunt casting
0: (laughs) i am just playing to the fans that's,
1: that's a great choice would they be brothers though i mean you could you could handle that it. That's, that's a a you could write it just that's a different podcast you could write in there about one of them being adopted or they could even that could even be a running joke about which one of them was adopted
0: or just like you don't know they don't even acknowledge <laughs> it and people try and bring it up and they just kind of <laughs> that move. would
1: also be funny there's a whole other layer you could add there or they
0: just keep changing the story every time someone asks them mm mm-hmm, mhm mm mhm but I think those two just kind of play into the fans, too, and I think they're both really funny, and I think they would just have a lot of fun with it.
1: Yeah, Dan Aykroyd has kind of gone off into some odd realms lately, but we could set that aside for a movie. Who'd you choose? My first... So I I did these as two slightly different types. So my first type is the old money type. Okay right whereas they come from they come from you know like maybe several generations of rich people and they've just kind of always grown up as wealthy people with the whole you know and so they're kind of they're kind of out of touch in that way and my two choices are Ted Danson <laughs> and Ray Romano yeah <laughs> i like that they could be uh they they could play up that whole kind of stuffy out of touch upper class type uh characters my second type is what i call the three comma club the new money the people who are like newly billionaires so these would be these would maybe be a little younger um, and their money is maybe more in, you know, computers or social media or something like that. Um, and that would be a different take on the super rich guys making the bet, right? Right. And my choices for those two are Chris Pratt and Alan Tudick.
0: Okay. <laughs> I like that.
1: <laughs> They'd be more the, you know, uh, Jeff Bezos, uh, elon musk elon musk type of kind of arrogant tech bro billionaires
0: yeah that would be really funny to watch chris pratton which i don't think that type existed
1: really back in the 80s
0: i don't think not as much so that's that's a way of updating the movie a bit well what about uh, steve jobs and uh, microsoft dude bill gates True. They were kind of, I guess, the first few new tech money billionaires. Yeah,
1: true. Yeah, that would be a good choice. Well, yeah. So yeah. We have sadly we have more of them around now. So and there's Twitter, so examples. we can hear them
0: every every <laughs> second of the day. <sighs>
1: Text the rich. <clears throat> anyway. <clears throat> Who do we have next? Uh I think we have the butler next. Coleman. Coleman. Right.
0: Uh he's the butler to it was Lewis, right?
1: Right. So he mostly just plays off of Louis. Is it Lewis or Louis? I think it was Lewis. I'm not sure I haven't seen the movie in
0: a couple of years. Uh so I can't remember who went last. Go go ahead. I'll go ahead. Um so Coleman the Butler. Uh I just wanted to try and find people who are almost deadpan humor, kinda of comedy, but can definitely do a serious role. Mm-hmm. Nick Offerman is my first choice and just kind of grumbling around mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from parks and rec right uh second choice <laughs> <laughs> very <Surly Miller>. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you just kind of like done with it but he'll he's doing it because it's what he's done forever right right and he's really good at it uh second choice was jonathan banks from breaking bad
1: oh my god deadpan very deadpan yeah I mean, like I, w- I wouldn't want him to be dead, like
0: a deadpan. Him to be like the killer guy on uh, Breaking Bad, but I think he'd make a really funny butler, mm-hmm. especially with the other cast members, just who are just high energy comedy. Right. He'll just like sink it right down, right, in the funniest possible way.
1: I have for Coleman my first choice, Reggie Watts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be, he'd be done with it all in a different way. <laughs> he, he would be doing his job, but there would definitely be, that would add a, add an angle to his, you know, done with it that, uh, that I think would uh, be funny these days. And then of course, you can't really have a butler if they're not British. And, uh, I, I can't remember what made me think of him, but Eric Idle. Okay would be the you know the proper british type of butler
0: i thought it would be good i could see that i like that
1: who's next you have our order
0: uh yeah ophelia jamie lee curtis's character she was um wasn't she uh she was a sex worker wasn't she yes yeah right who billy ray that's not the word they use in the movie but yes i was was trying to use a better word (laughs) Yes. Um and she was friends with Billy Ray, right? No, no, she was in jail when uh, Yeah,
1: they meet up during the movie.
0: Yeah. When he gets thrown in jail. When Lewis, yeah, Dan Aykroyd's character gets thrown in jail. Mhm. Right. Right. Not Billy Ray. Yeah. Um so yeah, for you want to go on that one? Yes. Okay. First choice uh from
1: Orange is the New Black, Jackie Cruz.
0: Okay. I, can I see think that. she
1: was she's really funny. Um and my second choice, Elizabeth Banks. Okay. <laughs> I can see that. Slightly different takes, but uh yeah, either one would be hilarious.
0: Yeah, I
1: like both of those. Proven comedy. Who uh, did
0: you have? For my first choice, I did uh Kristen Ritter. Jessica okay. Jones. <laughs> I think that would just be really funny. Another kind of funny deadpan humor. You put her in a lot of things. I do. And that's not a bad thing. I like her. I wish they she's would make really more good. Jessica Jones and more Netflix Marvel movies <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or TV shows. Like The Punisher. Yeah, it should come back. Yeah. Uh, my second choice was Tatiana Maslany.
1: Okay. And I thought yeah, she would she's be good. really good. She I has, mean, she's amazing. She
0: has the infinite range of characters. <laughs> she, and can be, she, could be, she can play anything. Yeah. And I think she'd do really well in that, that That's position good. to either work off of Donald Glover or Aldrin Eric. Mm-hmm. I think the, the next one we have is Penelope, and she was engaged to Lewis Winthrop, right, character. Right, when his
1: life takes a, a surprising turn. You could say he traded places with someone, right? That's, yeah, that would be, yeah, that's exact, that's on the nose. Ding, (laughs) ding, ding, ding.
0: Who'd you you have?
1: I have um, the amazing Lily James from Baby Driver. Okay. Um, She would, uh, she might be able to even do her normal British accent. Instead of doing an American accent, but she could do either one. Um, and second choice, Kristen Bell.
0: Okay, <laughs> yeah, I could see
1: that. She's comedy gold as well. She is, and she, she, yeah. It would be a slightly different character than the one she plays on Good, the Good Place.
0: You wouldn't want her to be mean and manipulative, and oh
1: no, she would. It's just
0: that she would be
1: more the more the upper class type, mean and mean girl. Okay, I
0: I like that. I'd watch that. Who do you have? Uh, My first one of my first picks was uh, Zendaya. (laughs) I think that she would do really well in that position. Yes. Yep. Very good. Um, I really like her, and I just watched Spider-Man: Homecoming recently, and (laughs) that's why she ended up on the list this time. And she's really good, so she deserves it. Are you
1: rewatching all the Marvel movies in preparation for Endgame?
0: No. I have been. That's
1: why I've been watching. Um, I skipped Doctor Strange. Uh, and I still have uh, I still have to watch uh, Infinity War. Oh, okay. But I was saving that for Closer to when.
0: Well, it's coming out in, in April, so it's not too far away.
1: No, just a couple weeks. Yeah. So, yeah, I've recently just rewatched. In fact, I finally, anyway, that's, I'm getting off topic, but I watched the the Hulk one. Oh, what'd you think of that one? I was bored through the entire thing. I like the Edward Norton (laughs) one. That one's a good one. Yeah, I was, I kept glancing at my phone anyway. So we, we had just one character left, right?
0: Um, no, I got, yeah, one more pick for Penelope. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I'm sorry. Um, I, I uh, second choice for Penelope Witherspoon was Rachel Brosnahan from Marvelous Goodness. Miss Maisel. She kind of already plays the what, mm-hmm. Upper West Side mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. classy
1: yeah, rich girl. Yeah, she would be good. Uh,. Listeners, Max finally got me to watch The Marvelous Miss and Maisel, and I pretty much binged it within a week, both seasons. It's really good.
0: It is. I heard season three is going to take place in Miami. Miami? Yeah.
1: Wow. Okay. Okay. I I will watch it. Of course I will. I'm I'm there.
0: Yeah. I think um, I saw on Instagram they were taking pictures in Miami. Awesome. On their personal Instagrams.
1: Like the second season they spend almost the half the season up in the hamptons
0: yeah cat scales cat scales or i like to call them the cat cataracts, cataracts right all right uh that leaves the last one which was uh Clarence beaks who was kind of the he's a bad he was he was in the office in the wall street office and kind of the asshole right Right, he's a side character.
1: I mean, he's an he's an antagonist, but I don't think he's the primary antagonist. The primary antagonists are the Duke brothers. Right. Um. But uh, he was played by. I just looked that up. I don't remember Paul Gleason in the original movie.
0: Yeah. Um, character actor. So, who did you have? Is uh, it my turn? I'll go. Um, yeah. I chose Nick Cage. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just went ridiculous <laughs> with it. That's or good. Tom Cruise. Oh my God.
1: Either one of those guys. Manic Tom Cruise would be, would be really good for that.
0: Or even just Nicolas Cage would be really good for it mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got two choices and my first
1: choice, Martin Lawrence. Okay. I like that. Also manic. Mm-hmm. Um, but could definitely play the high-stress trader type. Yeah, uh, stockbroker type. And my second choice, give it a little different air. Daniel Day Kim. Okay. From uh, Lost, and he was also on Hawaii Five—the remake of Hawaii Five-O. Damn you for remaking something that we didn't do.
0: Well, we can always just remake the remake and call <laughs> remake it our the own. The remake, okay. Um, well, those are good choices.
1: Yeah, he would be deadpan, super calm, type. I thought that would be good.
0: Yeah, I dig it. So, I want to do the final casting call. Yes. Okay, Lewis Win- Winthrop the Third. Who'd you have? Who are you gonna pick? I'm gonna stick with Grant Gustin. I made it really hard on myself. <laughs> Han pick- Orlando, Han Orlando. Right, I know. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, Alden, Aaron, Reich. I think I'm going to go with him. Okay, tough choice. It is. They're both. They both could do it. But I, I, since for the show, it's for the podcast. I'll do Alden, Aaron, Reich, Han Solo, Billy Ray. Uh, I'm going to go with Michael Che from SNL good choice um Lakeith Stanfield did oh yeah you did Lewis right or did I skip Grant Gustin no yeah yeah, I did I picked Gustin okay I've thought it for some reason I thought we skipped nope uh Duke Brothers who are you gonna go with our choice Duke 1 or Duke
1: 2? I think I'm going to go with Chris Pratt and Alan Tudick.
0: That's a good one.
1: Yeah. That's a tough choice, though. Yeah. How about you?
0: I want to go with the fan service one, but I think I want to do Tony Shaloub and Tom Hanks, just because I want to see them work together.
1: Yeah. That would be really funny.
0: It would be. Coleman the butler? Reggie Watts. I'm going to go with Nick Offerman. Yeah. So good. That's good. Um, Ophelia. Ophelia. Jamie Lee Curtis's character. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. You go first this time.
0: <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to go with Kristen Ritter. <laughs> That's good. Um. Jackie Cruz. That's a good one. Penelope Witherspoon. I think I'm going to go with Rachel Brosnahan. That's really good. Kristen Bell. That's good. And last but not least, Clarence Becks. <sighs> Who are you going to go with?
1: Daniel Day Kim. Okay.
0: I think I'm going to go with Nick Cage. That's, yeah. Because I think he needs more, more work in this world.
1: Okay. <laughs> He's got those taxes to pay off or whatever the reason was he was doing all those movies.
0: Yeah. All right. Okay. So where can our lovely listeners find you if they want to stalk you on social media?
1: Oh, yes. I'm so glad. Um, I've been kind of cutting down on my Twitter, but I'm still there. Um, I'm at Obverse at L-U-N-A-R-O-B-V-E-R-S-E. Um, definitely still on Instagram. Same. Lunarobverse. Um, that's pretty much it. Uh, but, uh, but what about you? Oh, oh. where are you they on the internet? They could
0: find me on the Twitter sphere at Max Brum, M-A-X-B-R-U-M-M. hmm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you can also, if you want to wander over to Instagram, I'm a little bit more active on there. And that is my name again, Max Brum, one word, all lowercase with the at symbol in front.
1: We have the uh we have the podcast on Instagram and Twitter as well, uncasting pod both places. Um if you have comments, perhaps you watched trading places and have other I uh, you've been yelling at your microphone or your phone this entire time telling us your choices for who you would pick. You instead of yelling, you can put it in an email and email it at uh, something at uncasting.com. Yeah. Not- not nothing. Not nothing.
0: It's something. It's something. It's definitely something. You can also alternatively record yourself and post it to Instagram and tag us. Yes. Then we oh, will hear you that yelling. that would be good, too. Then we can hear you yell at us.
1: <laughs> and if you really have something to say and you want us to read it out loud on the podcast, you can leave us a review on iTunes.com. But it has to be a five-star review, right? Yes, Five stars gets you gives uh, grants you the uh, ability to make be, us read make us read there. that's what I was <laughs> <laughs> working through the, the whole process. We will read your comments on the air. We will. So I, I told so I met someone in a bar a couple of weeks ago. And I, uh, they actually subscribed to the podcast. Oh, and then I told them if you, you know, if you leave us a review. But it turns out they subscribed through Spotify. Okay. And there's no reviews on Spotify. Oh. So. Uh, that won't. Uh,
0: My, I don't know. I've never checked on Spotify. Maybe we should do that after the show to see see what's <laughs> up. So yeah, the
1: reviews. Whoops. The reviews have to, be, uh, have to be done on iTunes or somewhere where, where you can leave us a review.
0: Yes. Well, I think that's it for this episode. Thanks for joining us. And hopefully you have a good rest of your week. Or if i binging these all, hopefully you're <laughs> having a good rest of your day. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>